Welcome to The Depth. I am your host, Carl Thomas. And on today's episode, we give space to another podcast. Um, I'll take the time to actually promote the other podcast. It's called The Remembering Of Podcast. I know. So stick with me. The Remembering Of. You put the name of the person that they remember. Podcast. Get it? So on this podcast, um, it's hosted by three amazing individuals. It's hosted by Kevin Guerrier, Sebastian Lewis, and DJ Sam. They're friends of mine. They're, they're colleagues of mine. And um, they have a podcast. I produce the podcast, but I am not the host of it. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. But um, yeah, I produce it. So we wanted to do a quick plug-in on the Dev Podcast to sort of... Um, Take our listeners, and if you guys are ever interested in, uh, in listening to a new podcast, well, the Remembering of podcast is on. I'm saying podcast a lot, so keep up. Um, so yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy it, and I will not put in the intro of the depth. I'm just, like I said, just giving the, the space and um, this episode dedicated to um, the Remembering of podcast. And their guest on the podcast is Quincy Guerrier for this episode, for their episode, sorry. And it's, um, he's a NCAA basketball star for Syracuse University. So I really hope you guys enjoy. Like I said, I will not play our intro. I'll just leave it all to them. And keep in mind that I do produce the podcast, and, um, but I'm not the host. But on this episode, uh, Kevin was nice enough to actually um gives me give, to actually give me space um to help him out for um this interview so enjoy welcome to the remembering of podcast this is the podcast that we take the time to remember the fantastic the greats and the awesome people that changed and altered our lives in many different ways with kevin guerrier sebastian lewis and zizier sam as your host the remembering of podcast tune in subscribe and tell a friend oh yeah and it's produced by me carl thomas welcome to the remembering of podcast and today we have an exclusive interview with quincy guerrier basketball star from syracuse university um, his cousin is kevin guerrier he's one of the hosts of this incredible and amazing podcast keep in mind that episode Two of the Kobe Bryant um, Tribune will be coming out soon. We didn't forget. Um, we had some feedbacks about our first episode that we released. And of course, everything basically had uh, the feedback basically was focused on the sound quality. So we promise better sound coming forward for part two. So in the meantime, I hope you guys enjoyed this exclusive interview, like I said, with Quincy Guerrier. And I get to share um, the stage with Kevin, one of the hosts of this podcast. So thanks to Kevin for getting Quincy on and uh, shout out to the Guerrier family. All right, start the pod. Long time no see both y'all. Yeah. Oh, trust me, quarantine, quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear that, the only thing I think about is quarantine, right, yo? 
sure, for sure. They took it down, right? <laughs> no, no, I think he's going to come back. He's, I think he's going to come back this week. All right. So, Quincy, how are you holding up with all this? I'm chilling. You know, I can't really do anything right now, so you know, I'm just playing games, doing my schoolwork. It's actually my last week of school, online class. Oh, yeah? Oh, shit, how's that going? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm killing right now. Ah, sick. You said you're killing school? Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm That's killing good. school. I, I, I might finish with like a 3.5 GPA, so it's pretty good. God damn. Uh, okay, you yeah. smart. Good, smart. congrats, dog. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's good. And cool. I must say, dog, yeah. improvement in English, dog. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> no choice. Trust me. Yeah. If people start talking to you, you're like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was before. Yeah, not everything uh, is easy. So I like that. Um, Quincy, so a little bit about the podcast. So. Thank you again for doing this. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. Kevin, Kevin is hosting a podcast of uh, remembering podcasts. Oh, this, this is going on mine. Not going on the depth. It's going on. It's, mine. it's going on both. It's okay, going okay, on okay, both okay, podcasts. Okay. So Kevin hosts um, a podcast named uh, "The Remembering of Podcasts," where we remember like legends and the greats and whatever. And you'll mm-hmm. be included in that uh, segment of episodes. And I host the community podcast, which uh, gives voice to like young athletes, um, just basically like young people just doing good things within the community, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, entrepreneurs. Yeah. And it's uh, also people pla- that like have the business, all yeah. type of stuff like that. Yeah. It's also a place that we give voices exactly, like you said, the up and comings, the, 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 the future, uh, you know, celebrities, actors, uh, business people, uh, community, uh, helpers, activists, it's, yeah, activists, and it's also it's it's basically giving their story of how they got to to a specific uh, place. Mm-hmm. So you go with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. I just yeah. make sure get you comfortable. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good. And is there any subject that you don't want us to touch, or yeah. you're pretty cool with whatever? Oh uh, no, I'm pretty cool with whatever. To be honest, okay. Yeah. All right, so okay. right away, since we since we have a limited time on on the Zoom platform, we'll start right away with uh, how what made you fall in love with basketball, and uh, what do you remember as you as a kid playing basketball? Oh, okay, okay, so I started. Uh, I think I started at ten, right? I, I was with my dad. He put me. Uh, I was playing for Il Perro for the Cavaliers, so the basketball team. Now my brothers are playing in. That yeah, team. true, true. Yeah, so uh, I was playing there, but I think I fall in love with the game around. When I was like 13, I think it was 14, like I was playing for Angu. And I was really serious about basketball. And, you know, and like in the neighborhood, like all the guys, you know, they were like just, they weren't just joking around with basketball. It was not that serious. You know, they were like, okay. some, some of them was like in kind of like gang stuff and stuff like that. So, you know, I remember I cried one day because like they closed the gym and no one showed up to practice. There was like three guys showed up to practice. And I think at that moment, I like, I was like, oh, damn, I think I'm, I'm really in love with basketball. <laughs> so yeah, so I played there for I played there for three years, and then I've been recruited by Tefid, and since that day, like everything going up. At what age did you get recruited by uh, Tefid? Okay, so I think I was fifteen. I was fifteen during the summer. No, actually, I just I, I just turned it sixteen, I think, and I was playing for a team QC United. It's a uh, it was a summer team uh, that Tefid was uh you know man- managing during the summer, so. Mm-hmm. I played for them. I was like averaging 30 points a game. 
Jeez. And one of the one of the coaches um uh, was like, Oh, I need to talk to your mom, to your parents about like Tedford and whatever. So they talked to my mom about it and so I went there for like the first year was really hard for me, but uh every year that I played at Tedford I was the leading scorer. Like I was always so, averaging like twenty five points a game. So when you started so when you started to take basketball seriously, that was yeah. that was you said at at the, that specific moment within the gym when it was closed at 13 years yeah, old. Yeah, I think, yeah, I was really thinking about but that. But yeah. is, is there a reason why you wanted to take basketball seriously versus other things? But uh, before, before he answers that, what's crazy yeah. is because when he was in the parole, I went to go see him practice. Or like, there was like, a, they had like an open gym or whatever, and I went with him and I played with him. And he was the youngest one out of, out of the cousin. At 13? No, no, he was before. He no, was when, like, I was he was 10, like when I was like 10. When okay. I was like 10, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 10, yeah, something like that, yeah, exactly. And then um, he was just younger than the cousin, but he was just going at it, and I just saw the heart. And he was just going, always going, 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 going. Yeah. And his skill was not there, but you saw his heart, and you were, you were not stopping him. He was going to the rim. I was blocking him, and he was coming back. And then yeah. we were on the same team, and then I was always letting him run all the way. And this guy was always the first down down the court running full speed and, and yeah. then you just saw the heart and i was and then um my his dad asked me my cousin and then he was like oh uh what do you think about my about uh about my kid i was like he has a lot of heart like definitely he like once the skills get there it'll, it'll, it'll match up you know and then i i lost connect with him for a good while and then now that's fast forward to the to, to, so now he's 13 and then, then so yeah so then you were 13 when you, you, you thought that they closed the gym and then you fell in love yeah I feel like I think that was the moment that I was like damn I think I really love like playing basketball but when I was, was going, what? like every every night every night after like school I was going back home doing some homework and stuff like that and I was going to the park mm-hmm. uh, just across the street where I was living and I mean where I'm living right now so you know everyone was going there playing basketball and I feel like I really got better because of I was in, in that point with like people, people that was older than me, mm-hmm. and like way like better than me, and you know. So yeah, that's, that always, that's always a good a good way to get better. So yeah. around so thirteen, you fall in love with the game. Around fifteen, sixteen, for for those three two year span, you're taking it seriously. You're grinding. You're working hard. When did that growth spurt hit? I want to know how did you get? Because I remember seeing you as a kid. And I did not yeah. expect you to grow up to be six, seven. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was when I was, it was during the summer. I remember. I just grew up during the summer. Which summer? Uh, 2015? I think it was summer I was, yeah, I think. I think when oh I was 15. God. Okay. So when I was 15 or 16. And then I, like, I was like growing up, like, I think I had like, like some inches after, but I think I know the summer when I was 15 or 16, I grew up. Yeah. And how did that yeah. change your aspect of basketball? How did that change your look going from like maybe you're what, maybe five nine, five ten, going yeah. from there to, to almost over six five within? So how did that I mean, change? Yeah. Uh, it didn't really do anything for me because, you know, I was playing, when I was playing with Jean Gou, I was like the big man of the team. I was like already tall, kind of mm-hmm. like okay. if you compare me to the, the guys, I was playing the five four. You know, some people was calling me Dirk Nowitzki because I had the more like the release, like <laughs> the wall was like going uh, way further. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so the 
So I think that was an advantage for me for my game because, you know, I always been like a three or four, sometimes two, but most of the time three, four. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I can like post people on like, you know, like when I'm playing, it's an advantage for me because there's always like small guards like guarding me and stuff like that. But, uh, it was not that hard to, uh, you know, uh, to the transition of like me being called. Okay. That's good. That's good. And, um, talking about, uh, you're switching your, your, your shot where at first we were shooting like good whiskey. When did you, um, switch that shot? Oh, uh, or, and, 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 sorry about that. And, and yeah. how much time did you shoot, switch it to, to now to have it, uh, the way you shoot it now? Are you asking, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Are you asking within the transition from big man to guard? What, no, what, uh, what, no, what, he said, about he my said, motion, like my release. Okay, like, release. Okay. Release. Yeah, release. Um, yeah. I think I changed it even this year, like, at Syracuse, I changed a lot of stuff in my release. I mean, not really like, uh, like the, just the mechanics. Sometimes I changed some mechanics to like shoot better. Uh-huh. I had a problem because the ball was always on my, like, the palm of my. Oh, uh, your palm, okay, yeah. That's why I was struggling this year too, uh, shooting the ball at the three point line. And, but, you know, um, I changed a lot, you know, but the first guy really that changed my motion was my first coach, Armel and Ibrahim. Um, I was like always going to the gym. I was always going to the gym and I was like changing my, I was start like just changing my release and I was doing a lot of form shooting. And so that's, that's pretty much it. You know, we have a we have a a thing that we do to kids that I think it's not fair for them. The minute that we see that they're a little bit taller than around six one, six two, we automatically put them in the post. So who got you out of that and started putting you on the wings instead? Uh it's it's Stetford though. Uh they were trying I mm-hmm. remember there's some games I was they would try like they would put they would put me at the one for that point guard. So I was Especially if we were like winning by 20 or 30 against the team. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, can Quincy now like play the point guard for the last like five, six minutes? Just, you know, kind of like being used to it. And they wanted me like to be a one. They try to like do like a kind of like a Sean Livingston kind of. Okay. You know, like he's, he's tall yeah. and he's like playing the one and he's mm-hmm. really good. So yeah. I was working on that. And I, I remember I was really nervous every time because, you know, just me now taking like I was I was the, the main guy with the ball in the ball like and I was trying to like make make plays for my teammates and stuff like that you know it was kind of hard for me but I think I really developed something about me doing that because my ball handling got better and nice. I think for my decision making I was just making better decisions with time mm-hmm. even if I I think I feel like my IQ needs to improve I mean it's everything like. I think IQ always needs to, to improve, but. Yeah, you can always work on that, definitely. Yeah, so I'm, I was watching a lot of videos, stuff like that, but yeah, it's the fact that my mentor, I mean, I call him my mentor because he's like, he's been around every, like the whole time I was in Tetra. Mm-hmm. And now, um, so he was like, yeah, he was putting a lot of pressure on me, you know, to like, be comfortable with it. That's nice. Um, what position you think you'd like to, you like playing the most? I'll say the three, three or four. Because I feel like three, I feel like three and four is kind of the same thing though. Like depends on like what kind of like style play the team you play with. But uh-huh. three and the four. I mean, for Syracuse, I feel like like next year I think I'm going to be a three. This year I was like more three to four. 
mm-hmm. this year I'm going to be a three because like the leading scorer is leaving. So mm-hmm. that's my position, my 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 time. So yeah, I'll, I'll go with I'll go with three. Yeah, I like three. Well, especially I, I like three. I feel, I like, I feel, I feel I like three. three. Yeah, I feel like three. You got you can do like everything. You can sometimes bring the ball over. Mm-hmm. Uh, before like depends on you know. Even in NBA now, but like there's five guys sometimes who's like like Jokic and stuff like that who's like Trust me. ball. Or Kevin Durant. Advantage. Yeah, because they got advantage, but yeah, so I, I'll go with three definitely. Yeah. I think she had the three. Yeah. Okay, well, especially the way that the new NBA is moving, where like not having a position is way okay now versus before where yeah. you had a specific position and you only had to play that position. Um, your ball handling skills, uh, how how did that improve? How did you get to be able to handle the ball from moving to four, uh, to the three? Because at a three, you still need to be able to handle. And how how comfortable are you with your ball handling skills? I mean, right now, like I said, like right now, I'm just like you know because of the quarantine and stuff like that. I'm not really doing anything, and I'm resting because of my growing. Because I had a, like a growing problem the whole year. Mm-hmm. And for not so right now, I have a growing strength, so I can't really do anything. But uh, as soon I'm going to be healthy and whatever, I, I know I'm really going to work on my ball handling, like how to create my space with the ball, shooting, make plays for my teammates. Because I know that's a thing that I need to improve right now. Uh, it's not bad, but it's not great. It's not good enough for the level where I'm playing. I need to work more on that. It's more being like confident with the ball and, you know, just being mm-hmm. like patient when I'm playing. Cause sometimes I feel like I'm going like a mouth and like I'm going fast, like too, mm-hmm. too much, but I gotta like take my time and like be patient. And I think that's, that's what I'm going to be working on, uh, during the summer and especially that and my shot. Like I said last year, I was shooting 50% from the field, which is really good. But for the three-point line, I think I was like 15%. Like I didn't, I was really like terrible this year. Okay. But uh, me, I, I must admit that watching you from the beginning of the season till the, yes. the short yes. ending of the season, yeah. you you improved your ball handling skills. Yeah. I can yeah. see that you were like you did a move. I was watching one of your games. And you were like at the free throw line. Come, you did like a in and out step back, pull up. Yeah. You got your back but, there. Now that okay, I see. Everything goes with the. Everything goes with the. You know, the coach was not. Was he gave me confidence, but not like that. Like my shooting, at some point, he was like, "Don't shoot anymore." You know, and what? And when you're like born, like you shooting, like I always like exactly. He told me I was not skilled, but like shooting was always a thing that I was good at. It like you know exactly. And, uh, and when the coach tells you that, you're like, oh shit, like this. That hits your confidence, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And even like sometimes when your teammates don't trust you, like, you're like, damn, like, it's really like, it's hard for me. But I feel like, uh, like the whole year, I, I improved a lot. I can tell that, mm-hmm. you know, my rebounding yeah. and how physical I was and everything. Exactly. Like, I feel like next year is going to be like really major for me. Either. My coach told me, like, he texted me, coach Graham texted me, like, I'm expecting a monster year from you next year. Yes. And, you know, just, just to see that text from him, it just gave me more confidence. He's like, I'm expecting you shooting more than 33% from the three-point line. So, you know, just stuff like that. Just, I put that in my mind. And I'm like, damn, I got to keep working really hard and whatever. So next year, I'm just going to go there and kill everyone. You know, that's, that's my mentality. And I want to have a good team too. Like, trying to be a top 25 team, trying to win a championship. So I feel like, that's cool. Something's going to be major key, you know, and, and I'm really a hard worker. Like, 
Uh, even last year when, you know, coach was like, I was just like down a little bit, like, cause you know, like he's like, not, don't shoot. I feel like I'm not playing my game I used to play and stuff like that. <clears throat> I was, I was still, I was still like thinking about like, you know, I need to get better and you know, like it's probably not my year this year and it's going to be my year next year. But that was, that's how I was thinking. But I, I would definitely like this year, like put a lot of work in and whatever. That's what's up. I, I, and I hope that, and I'm happy for that too, because, uh, I, I know the skills you have, and let's go, yeah. let's go to work. I, I, know, I, I know a lot of people, yeah, yeah. I know that you're a really good rebounder. I've seen it. I've seen in your highlights, in your, in your basically rookie card, that was one of the mentions that they mentioned about you, that you're a physical player. Really good rebounders, uh, a good spot up shooter, um, high, high IQ. I wanted to know, I want to talk a little bit more about the transition that you had from a Canadian player moving to the States. Like, yeah. what were like yeah. the challenges? Yeah. What was difficult for okay, you? Okay. So the biggest challenge, the biggest challenge I think was that I was like, I needed to speak English every day. <laughs> that was the <laughs> I remember the first time, okay, so I had a, I had a summer class during the summer, and that was a psychology class. The class that I took in CJEP way back in Canada, mm-hmm. but when I like came, like came up there, I was like, damn, like I, I'm just scared that people was going to laugh about my accent and stuff like that. And I was just like, I was not comfortable. Every time people was asking me questions, you know, like I know my heart was beating fast. <laughs> I was sweating, I was sweating a little, I was sweating a little bit and stuff like that. But after the, after, after the first month and like people was really kind to me. And a lot of people was like, I can't, they were like, yeah, like everyone, but anyways, anyone in like United States, if you, you're from Florida, if you're from New York City, everyone has a different accent. Definitely. Like they they yeah, talk definitely. the same. So, so they were like, oh, like it's not a big thing. And a lot of people was like, Honestly, like, I don't really hear your accent and I feel like your English is really good. And you know, that, that just gave me confidence. And the fact that I was, I was like, there, there was like a lot of interviews. I remember the first interviews I was just, I was doing good, but I was just like, I was just like, you know, nervous about it. And at some point after games, when the locker room, when like all the media was like in the locker room for a post game or whatever, it was just natural. Everything just became natural. Well, nice. I hear it by the way that you speak, like, there was ever an improvement. Well, I, I don't notice any accent. I don't notice any. Yeah. Class, so good job by you and your yeah, teachers. Um, yes, so, yes, yes. so, so language was a difficult thing. Um, can you name some, some other obstacles that came in your way? Um, honestly, there's not really, cause I always been organized in my life. Like, mm. so for school, I was not, there was no problem with me. Uh, you know, just a transition of the language. Sometimes it was like there was some words that I didn't really know, so it was, but it was not a big deal, you know. I was just like using Google Translate or stuff like that. <laughs> well, but uh, I think the game, like you know, the transition of playing college was the main thing. After uh, you know, it's uh, everything is more physical. Uh, you play against people that are going to go to the NBA, ACC might be like one of the best conference. I mean, it was the best conference couple of years ago, I feel like this year was not the best conference, but it's still you still got Duke, you got like teams like that, Louisville, Florida State. I mean, I can't really say North Carolina this year because they were not that good because of Cole Anthony was injured, but uh, you guys beat them uh, the last game, no? 
Yeah, they, yeah, we beat them by thirty though, but because they, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they, they beat us at home like like fourteen because like you know they had a bad record and we like I was gonna like crush them but we lost so uh-huh. we just them. had we just had like something like honestly like I was like kind of like really mad that they and sad that they you know they shut it down they shut down everything because it was like a road kill for us because we beat you know Carolina we were going to the quarter, uh, quarterfinals to play against Louisville. We will beat us by like 25 this year. That was the biggest loss that we had this year. And we were like just trying to like, you know, beat everyone. Uh, we were like, uh-huh. if we were like being, uh, Louisville, we were about to play again. Two semifinals. And you know, Jeez. we were just like, we had like that anger. So nice. But you know, it's not, it's not a, I mean, it's, I know because of the virus, it was smart to stop everything, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah it's a yeah, the tra- the transition to go to college was uh definitely something for me. Uh and I learned about I learned a lot this year from Coach Bayheim and like all the coaching staff and just how the game is now. And I know that next year is gonna be a total like different year for me. I know nice. me, I want to know, um, did you face like not racism, but like did you face any like you know, they look at you because you're Canadian and try to make you act like you're soft or something like that? Uh, from your teammates really. or from your opponents? Oh, that's a good uh, question. That's good. Yeah, um, not really, but I always felt that the Americans think that uh, the Canadians are not like, they're not like that, but I feel over the past years that now Canada is like going to come up with like, you know, United States and with stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of, lot. last year there was five guys who have been drafted or five or six Canadians who have been drafted. You got four in the first round, I think, or in the mm-hmm. first round, so it's just like yeah, really yeah, good yeah. for us. And I feel like now Americans like they respect more Canadians now. And, and international students, there's a lot of international students and like really good and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I it was not that a problem, but I felt like I showed everyone who I was and people was respecting me. And like I said, I was the strongest guy on the team too. So ah, now no one like you know. Yeah, exactly. So, but, uh, they were cool with me. You know, everyone, I never faced racism or whatever or something about Canada stuff or always, always been good with me. That's good. That's good. That's good. If you had, if you had to describe your life on, on campus, how was it? Okay. So, so I'll go. So over the summer, okay. So I came on the summer. The campus was dead. No one, mm-hmm. no one. Cause you no, know, no, everyone came back home. So, you know, I'm just yeah. focusing on playing basketball. I was going out sometimes too, like, you know, like parties and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I of like, like that because no one was on campus. And when school started, like, there was like a whole, cause I think Syracuse is the number one party school in college. I, 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 see, I seen that on Snapchat before going there. I was like, damn, that's, it's crazy. I didn't know that. And <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess that's why you chose Syracuse. <laughs> no, no, not either. And, and I was like, I was like, because I know a lot of people was like, oh, it's going to be the best year of your life, you know, go to college. Not even just if you go to college for basketball or whatever, like everywhere. Like even in Canada, I heard like mm-hmm. university is the best Definitely. year of your life. Uh, yes, of your life. And honestly, I was not that shocked about like, you know, like college and whatever, because I was, I knew that how it will be, but. but so, example, I had class. Every practice, every practice was like at four. So I have, I had class since I had two or three classes a day. 
Sometimes I had like time for me. When I had time for me, I was going to gym, shooting, or I had tutoring. So sometimes I had tutoring, uh, like for school, or I was going to uh, work out with some of the coaches. And then after we got practice, then after practice, sometimes I was staying to get extra work with uh with the coach who recruited me. Uh, and then after I was going back home, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And actually now I have a girl, so. Yeah, oh, nice. I have a girl. Oh, yeah, she, she's from Syracuse, yeah, so. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But she lives, she lives there too, and yeah, yeah, so over, over the month, past month, whatever, like, I just seen that she was a real one, whatever, so, you know, I'm, I'm with her right now, but, uh. Oh, that's good. So, so, so she was, she was. It's a cook meals. So, yeah, she was, she was like, helping with school, but even like, you know, we were receiving, uh, like money, uh, every month. Um, mm-hmm. so I was not really cooking like the first month I was cooking by myself and stuff like that but at yeah. some point because after practice they ordered food for us stuff like that so it wasn't That's really good. cool Um, the only time that like I was going to eat by myself was like at lunchtime because you know everyone has a different schedule they were mm-hmm. like some of them was going to school and they had like restaurants on campus and stuff like that so it was not was not a big deal. Over the weekends, depends on if we had like games or stuff like that. And when we had games in the, uh, during the week, you know, we we always we always going to the hotel the day before. Even if the game was at Syracuse, we were going to the hotel to make sure that there's no distraction. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Even if, if the hotel the hotel was like 15 minutes away, like they were like taking buses and we were going there. <laughs> there wow. and we had a, like a we had like a meeting before the game. I mean, the, the night before the game, and we had another meeting before the game, and we were ready to go. I like that to make sure that you guys, you know, stay stay yeah, for exactly. full safe. Exactly. I got a couple of questions, not concerning your personal life, but really versus what you prefer. Who is your favorite player, like NBA uh, wise or college wise or all time? I got three. I got three guys, I think, that I'm really thinking of. It's, uh, Kevin Durant, Paul George, and Jason Tatum. That's probably my Jeez. And, uh, and if I want to I'll go with Steph Curry. I'll go with Steph Curry too, because okay, like, okay, I'm just okay. liking, like, how he was playing, like that, but the main one is really Kevin Durant, Paul George, and Jason Tatum. I'm really looking at a lot of videos of them, and Melo also. It's supposed to be like and stuff like that. It's really anyone to see. Yeah, we actually met them. We actually, uh, I, I met him, um, after the first game that we played in Syracuse. He was there talking to us before the game and then after the game, but yeah. For sure. That's yeah. a Syracuse legend right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you had to pick one player that you could steal their skills, who would it be? I'll go with, if my ball handling, Gets better and like my shooting, whatever. I'll go like more with Paul George, kind of Paul George and Jason Tatum. That's why I'm really looking at these guys. I feel like I know people probably think that I'm. A lot of people said Paul George, though. I'm not the only one. I, I think I'm saying that because of people told me that. So mm-hmm. it's not just me. What? And yeah, I think I'll go with Paul George or Jason Tatum, like a mix of them, like some of that. Me, I want to know. um because uh, I know you practice a bit with the uh, Team Canada and stuff like that. How was your experience on that? And okay, so, yeah, so I played for Team Canada U, uh, yeah, I played for Team Canada U17, but um, there was a, uh, I've been invited. I was in class, actually, in fifth grade. I was in class. And my mentor called me, so I went outside to answer. He was like, yo, uh, leave the class. We're going to Montreal. 
and we got like training camp there with the senior national team. Wow. I'm, like, damn. I'm like, damn, man. I was like, oh shit, okay. Uh, like, okay, okay. So I, I talked to my, my teacher. My teacher was like, yeah, it's all good. Cause, you know, I always had a like good relationship with my teachers and I was like mm-hmm. a good student, you know, cause I feel like a lot of people when they do good at basketball, they're good at a sport, they're going to take advantage of it and they still, they're not, they're not going to like do their work cause they think that, you know, they're good and stuff like that. But I always like been doing my work and I think that's why. My teachers helped me to like, you know, graduate from CJEP and, uh, and they understand, they understand like what I was doing. And so I went there, I, I drove there, uh, like two hours, two, two and a half hours. So I came there, who I see, I see Tristan Thompson, Corey <laughs> Joseph, all these guys. I'm like, damn, it, it's real, like it's crazy. So we practiced, I think actually the first time, no, we were playing against Concordia. Like a exhibit, like a just a scrimmage, real quick mm-hmm. like against them, and <clears throat> so it was like a full game, ten minutes every quarter, and I, I I was not playing. I didn't play the like the first three quarters. I was like, damn, like the coach not going to put me like on the on the and like all the guys like Cody Joseph and Mike they were like, yo, coach, put put him on the on the court or whatever. So I he put me on the court, and I remember I scored like I scored twelve points in. In the, in the, in the quarter. Oh, and I was, and I was really like playing well and they were like all yelling at me. They were like all cheering for me and stuff like that. And then I knew all the guys from Concordia too because they're my friends and I actually played with them at Tedford. Um, <coughs> and then, so after the game, like I was talking with people. So yeah. And then after we had a meeting and then after the, the game, I was like, I don't know if I'm leaving. I, I, I thought it was the only thing that I was about to do with them. So they uh-huh. say you're uh, you're gonna stay for the to practice with uh, with uh, the team stuff like that and wow. I learned I learned a lot about like you know like how they play and just how it is. I had a conversation with Tristan Thompson about because that was before me making my decision. I was uh, between Illinois, Oregon, and uh, Syracuse, and we were talking. He was like, I feel like you should uh, pick up Syracuse and whatever, and I was like, yeah, me too. Like, I think it's a good choice for me so so yeah so we, I was in Montreal though but I never went back home because I had to like, stay with the team so we were like downtown in the hotel like a big hotel downtown and I was just there you know I was watching TV and stuff like that and re- go, like ready to go practice and then after like the last the last day uh, there was a game uh, against Brazil I was not playing but I was like there and I had like the VIP thing, like you know, to watch the game and stuff like that, just to see how it is. That's how like, I, I, uh, I was with RJ too. Like I made kind of like good friends with RJ because we played together and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, we're not talking, but like we had a good relation. And then after after the game, like Tristan was like, "Oh, uh, like we, I'm going out tonight. Uh, if y'all want to go and whatever, we can do chat and stuff like that." <laughs> so I was like, I was like, okay, but I was not a guy who was going out. Like I told, I, I told my mentor, I was like, I'm not going out because like it's not, it's not my vibe. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to go out, but he was like, Are you crazy? Like just go out. Like it's just like it's an experience for you, or whatever. Just go. And I was like, Yeah, I, sh- I should go. And I had nothing with me. Like I had just the jeans and stuff like that because I didn't want my home. And I'm like, Damn. So I'm calling Tristan. I'm like, Yo, do you have something for me? Like because I didn't. And he gave me like shirts and stuff like that, like you know, to get dressed for go out. So I went out. <laughs> I went oh, out nice. in, uh, like, limousine, limousine and stuff like that. They had, like, uh, I think it was, uh, the Kardashian, 
uh, driver or whatever because he was with her. Because I remember when I knocked, when I knocked out his door, he was on FaceTime with her. So it was just like so different. Like, you know, like, so we were in a car, we're in the limousine with, uh, me, him, RJ. And I actually had a video with him. He was like showing his diamonds and stuff like that, his chains and stuff like that. You know, it was, that he was falling and stuff like that. And I was just like, damn, that's a different world. You know, that, that NBA point and stuff like that. So I was just, well, we, went, we went to the, we had some good times, went back to the hotel and then the morning after. Uh, I came back home. I went back home for the weekend, and I I went back to uh to Texas. Nice, Quincy. We're gonna wrap it up. There's only about four minutes uh-huh. left, so I'm gonna ask you two questions before we wrap it up. So, yeah. what motivates you to keep on playing basketball? What motivates Quincy Garrett? I'll go probably with my mom. I think it's my mom, my biggest motivation. Uh, been through a lot with her and stuff like that, so. You know, I always seen her like she's really a strong woman. Uh, she makes it, she makes sure that I've never like missed anything from me and she makes sure that I have everything, you know, to go, to go far and stuff like that. And she sacrificed a lot for me, especially when I was in Tedford, you know, to send me money and stuff like that before at the beginning because it was not free for me, but at some point it was free because, you know, I was like really, I was thinking about going somewhere else, uh, somewhere else uh, after Team Canada because, you know, I had, like, offers from Monterey Academy and stuff like that. So I was just like, damn, you're going to be free there and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I talked to my coaches and my mentor, and they were like, yo, you're going to make sure that you're not paying a lot or you're not paying anything. So, so I think so. It's, probably, it's probably my mom and, you know, my siblings. You know, I got I got three brothers and one sister. You know, I, I'm trying to be a model for, you know, the younger generation, uh, no. trying to stay on the right path. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it. And last, last question. Why Syracuse? Um, okay. So I had a, like a really good relation with the coaches. The relation with coaches was pretty, uh, amazing. Uh, when I first got to my, like I was, I went to my visit. Uh, I had like a feeling that it was my family already and like, Basketball was a culture there. Like the fans was going crazy. I went, uh, they, they, they see me like, like asking for autograph and stuff like that. Pictures already. And I didn't even like committed and stuff like that. And I was just like, it was a big, big time stage for me. You know, like it's the biggest court in college. 35,000 people sometimes on some games, like for the Duke game. 35,000 people? Yeah. I went to that game. So it was crazy. You know, uh, I remember someone just asked me to take a picture, so I, I was, I stand up, I took a picture with, with that person, and then everyone came up to me, so I took like, I'm not even kidding, I took like a 150 pictures, and people, <laughs> it was just crazy. And, but yeah, I think, and, uh, style of play, um, I think it was the best style for me. Uh, I like the fact that they can play two through zone. It's not, it's not easy to play a zone. People think it's <laughs> not easy at all. You have to be there. Like at some point, I never really liked to defend before. I don't like the man-man defense. Like, but I was really asking myself then, uh, yo, I gotta like, I want, I want to play, I want to play back man to man again. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I think, and the coach, Coach Beheim. Coach Beheim was a, you know, it's a all-time top five coach. All time, or all, all, all time in uh, college basketball. So I think that was it. All right, that's Quincy, that's it for us. Again, thank, thank you for you, taking man. the time, man. Yeah, I you. wish you the best of luck. All right, appreciate it. And take your six, yeah. seven frame all the way. All right.
Yeah, I appreciate it. Yes. Peace out. Yes, Kazo. Follow back. All right, Kevin.